Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and thanks for joining me. I don't think I have to tell you that the world can be a dark and scary place for us all. And I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. Now, to accomplish this, I have a guest tell me about their favorite thing, and we get to share in their enthusiasm. Now, the catch is, I'm not already a fan of their thing. However, I realize that it is easy to like something as long as I had an excited person explaining why it was great. And so this podcast and all its potential positive feelings is born from that idea. Now for today's episode, we have the one, the only, Reed Messerschmidt from the Irrationally Exuberant. Reed, how's it going? It is going great. I'm so happy to be here. I know in person too. We uh, like you flew in. Yep. And we're sitting. Yeah, S- six it. feet this apart. Is definitely not over Skype. Six <laughs> feet apart. Social <laughs> social distancing podcasting outside. You'll yeah. Hear some birds. Yeah, uh huh. A foghorn. Uh, even though neither of us live by an ocean, and uh, just <laughs> that fog. Helicopters overhead. <laughs> you know what? Normally, I kid you not. I, I live next to a cornfield. These I've mentioned on other episodes. They plow corn twenty four seven. Even if there isn't corn in the field, <laughs> they're just out there plowing corn. They just love it. You know, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter when I record. Like it, it's just like it's 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 corn plowing time. <laughs> you know, they love they love uh, what they do, and they just want to be plowing corn. <laughs> they gotta plow that corn. It's not even the. It's not even corn that I could like sneak in and steal right. an ear. It's all feed. It's all feed corn. Yeah. So it's not like I can go in there and it's all hard and, and it's, just, it's not fun. It's not fun. I just like, I'm just assuming that at one point you tried to go in there and steal a cob of corn and uh, bit into no, it they and were sorely that- disappointed. <laughs> I, I wish that was it because there was more of like, we just knew ahead of time, like, oh no, that's feed yeah. corn. Oh, yeah, it mo- that's it, not it, eating it, corn. It mostly is. Man. Uh, Reed, tell everyone about your show. <laughs> is it corn based? Uh, no, it's not corn based, but it's probably corn adjacent. I don't know. It, it maybe yes. There'll be a corn episode someday. Uh, it's called the irrationally exuberant. Uh, it is a scripted absurdist existentialist whatever you want kind of exploration <laughs> of pop culture and history and whatever else I uh, glom onto uh, I've done episodes on uh, McDonald's Johnny Appleseed crows Chris Gaines reptilians <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's 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 all over the place and it's a you know all you know kind of filtered through my warped perspective you, you twisted South Park humor basically I'm just kidding. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I'd say South Park. I, I think more like Kids in the Hall. I think might be a good reference point, um, or like Bob Newhart. Hopefully, Gosh, I love them. Yeah, I love. Um, you just said two people, two, two groups. I absolutely love. Right, absolutely. Love. Those are my. They're my just favorite. I, they're just so great. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere 
somewhere in my collection, I have a the the button down mind of Bob yeah, Newhart. Yeah, I've got that too. Vinyl. Yeah, I listened to it all somewhere the time. on vinyl, it. and that's great. It's uh, gosh, we could talk about Bob Newhart now for forever. Jesus, but it, of course. It's, people don't understand how good of a stand-up comedian he was. Oh, just incredible. Doing he. He would have phone. It's phone conversations. Yeah, but it's one-sided, and so for that to be funny, you have to have somebody that's so smart and knows yeah. what they're doing. Um, it would it would be great in podcast form too. I've tried to do it actually on, on an episode. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, I I was I was uh, it was an episode on this guy called Sam Patch who was in the, the late 1800s, he was known for jumping off of very high things into water. He was very famous for that. Okay. And uh, <laughs> okay. he had, he had, <laughs> he had a, there, this was before entertainment and fun were invented. You have to remember. Right. Um, <laughs> but he had a, he had a trained bear that he would make jump before he did. Um, so I, I tried to do a Bob Newhart routine of him calling somebody to try to purchase a trained bear. And I, I think it went okay. <laughs> I'm going to listen now. I, I got it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, liter I, I literally could talk about Bob Newhart for at yeah. least two hours, maybe mm -hmm. three. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Bob Newhart, sadly. Yeah. We're here to talk about your thing, which is not Bob Newhart. It is not. Uh, <laughs> but so, Reed, uh, what's your thing? My thing is... The X-Files. The X-Files. The X-Files. I'm a huge speculative fiction, science fiction, whatever, nerd. Mm -hmm. Love. That's all I usually read. That's what I mostly like to watch. And so, for some weird reason... The X Files is a huge gaping black hole, yeah. Of in in my in my pop culture knowledge, and I just I have never once watched an episode. That's I know amazing. it's Mulder and Scully. I mm -hmm. do I do get that. I I'm a huge Fringe fan, which is basically yep. like mm -hmm. new 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 X Files. I do know that that like you can't have Fringe without X Files. Yep. Like it it, it but. So, so how long have you been a fan? Did you watch it when it was on, or were you a later? Demon? I have a very distinct memory of watching the premiere episode. It, I, I was trying to wonder. I was trying to figure out why I was watching this because I was probably too young to be watching it, and I watched it with my dad and my friend Jeff and his dad, which is a weird combination because um, that ne us watching TV together never happened before or after. Um, but I realized that it, it, that it played after the Super Bowl. It premiered after the Super Bowl. Um, oh, so we were just there. Okay. We, were, we were tuned in already, and it came on, and we were all captivated. And it scared me. It was so scary. It's still a scary episode. Uh, it, it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant first episode. And it's just seared into my memory. And I, I didn't watch it like all the... You know, it wasn't like appointment viewing for me. I think I was too young for appointment viewing at that point. Um, but uh, I caught it whenever I could. Yeah, I recently, just this year, I got weirdly really into UFOs. I just, I, I, I'm not sure what happened. Um, I think you just get well, to a certain age. The government said that they existed. 
the government. Well, said that's they true. Resisted that's recently, true. So that's true. I mean, so I'm gonna. That's, that I, might be why. I'm gonna try not to go on too many <laughs> UFO tangents because I want to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Blink 182 guy released that video, that that Air Force video of the UFOs. Yeah, I, they've acknowledged that they don't know what it is, but that's, you know. That's a far cry from saying that it's a it's a it's an alien spaceship or whatever. You know, I I found this huge box of used 1970s UFO nonfiction paperbacks at a thrift store early in the year. Oh, wow. Okay. For like, I, this uh-huh. is literally like 120 of them, at, for like nine dollars. So I had this huge pile, and I've just been making my way through it, and I've become a real weirdo. I mean, I already was, but I've really fallen down this rabbit hole. <laughs> My wife's like, are you okay? Do I have to worry? And I mean, the fact is, is I'm, you know, I, I consider myself a pure agnostic almost about everything. Like, I don't know anything for certain. And this this is no different. I, I don't know if it exists or not, but I, uh, it's fun to think about. Well... Well, the truth is out there, Reed, right? The yes, that's true. There. Anyway, so, yeah, back to the X-Files. Way to drag it back. Um, <laughs> so, it's the so, one thing uh, I know. It's, the, it's no, literally the good. one that I was, trying to, I was trying to impress you with my X-Files knowledge. You're, you're uh, good. The truth yeah. is out there. <laughs> that's good. So along with that, I was like, I should rewatch the X-Files. I know it's streaming. It's on. It was on Amazon Prime, and then now it's on Hulu. It keeps moving, but I can find it. Um, uh, so I, I started at the beginning of the year from episode one and I'm working my way through. I'm now, uh, seven and a half seasons in, which is crazy because there's 24, 25 episodes per season. How many seasons are there? Literally dreaming about it at this point. Uh, there were nine seasons in the first run and then they've done two more fairly recently that I have, oh, that's have not right. seen. They brought it back. Yeah, they did bring it back. That's right. And then so are are there's there are movies too, right? Two, are two those, movies. Yep. Are yeah. They, the, are they canon or no? They are canon. One of the movies takes place between I think season five and season six, and you oh, okay. really need to see the movie before you start the next season, which I don't know how good okay. of an idea that was. But um, there's the thing about the X Files is that there are two kinds of of episodes. There are Monster of the Week episodes. This is a lot like Fringe. Fringe. So like there's a Monster of the Week, which is basically, it's just, it's a self-contained episode. And then there are mythology episodes, which are kind of these through line episodes about this vast government and shadow government conspiracy um, and alliance with these aliens and then rebel aliens and them trying to make hybrid human beings and it's all a, it's a mess but it's a fun mess <laughs> and um, they kind of alternate between those things and the movie is a big piece of the mythology which ones do you prefer because like for certain episodes for certain types of shows I do like that 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 just the one-offs like you don't need to yeah. care about the overarching theme and do you prefer the monster of the week ones or do you like those the mythology ones like which ones are your like cup of tea when i was first watching it was definitely the monster of the week because i wasn't tuning in every week so and whenever there was a mythology gotcha. episode i kind of tuned out i like them both now the combination of the two can be slightly jarring it's like especially if you're like binge watching like I kind of am right now. 
you'll get like this intense three episode, two episode arc of mythology where like, you know, like Scully is abducted and impregnated by aliens oh, and geez. Mulder is in a coma and the, the black goo is being put inside of him and all this insane, dramatic, like world changing, life changing stuff is happening. And then uh, next episode, it's like uh, there's a, a, a snake boy working at a, a burger restaurant. You know, <laughs> and no, and nobody's and nobody's acknowledging what just happened. So that that can be. <laughs> that's literally one of the transitions. You're like Jesus, like you couldn't have eased us back into. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So what? So what keeps you coming back for more? Like, because there's a lot of television out there, and especially. Seeing that that's a fairly like that started in '93 is when the first episode right. came out was in '93. Uh, like, is it the writing? Is it the chemistry between the actors? Is it is it is it the effects? Like, what is it that like sets it apart? I mean, one is it's just it's fun. It's a fun show. It w it was groundbreaking when it came out. It really was kind of the first okay. show, the most influential show to what became the quote-unquote golden age of television like all the hbo prestige dramas this was kind of the first thing that sort of resembled that even though it wasn't 100 like that because of the switch up between mythology and monster of the week there's no like consistent story arc but it's so you just never know what you're going to get when you start an episode some of them are very scary some of them are intense and weird and some are very goofy like intentionally goofy. There are comedic, pure comedic episodes. I see. Yeah, you just never know, and it's it's fun. Even when it's bad, it's fun, and it's bad. A <laughs> it's bad a fair amount. <laughs> so like a third, a third of the episodes are like bad. I mean, it depends on what season you're in. I so last night I watched two episodes in a row in season seven, and the first one was shot in the style of an episode of the show Cops. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, that's, that's actually kind of that's kind of clever. Yeah, actually. and they yeah. actually got the Cops crew to come and do the the camera work. It's sort of fun, but it's also it's also distracting and a little dumb. But that's not that's a I think an objectively bad episode. <laughs> Even though it's fun. I I still liked it. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. And then the next episode was an RPG game kind of like a like, like a, a video, video game. game yeah or... like they go into a video game what and that's absurd yeah and that one's that's, i mean great that, that's great yeah absurd. it's a very also bad episode but also so it's just it's fun i, I don't care if it's bad <laughs> <laughs> I, what i like oh, here, here's what i like in a thing just in general i like something that there's a lot of that i have to explore and some of it's not good because they're just it can't all be good. It's the same reason that I like the Beach Boys, if that <laughs> right? Like the Beach Boys were <laughs> their highs were the highest of highs and their lows are hilarious. And I just, I, 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 guess I like I never having, thought of it that way, yeah. Yeah. I like having to pick pick through. Yeah. Uh, so so like if I was gonna start, would you say start 
episode one, season one, and yeah. then just keep going through there until I get tired of it or yeah. don't get tired of it and like absolutely love it. Is that so like, yeah, so you're episode one, season one. You have to start start episode one, season one. Have to. Because that because it's so like it builds, it keeps building on and building on. Well, I I, like it, I, okay. I mean, first and foremost, is because episode one, season one is one of the greatest episodes of the show. I think, um, and season one so in particular. Really strong. Pilot. Yeah. A lot of shows will start, have a kind of weak first season and then get real good in the, you know, by three or four. X-Files, the first two seasons, I think, are the best seasons um, in terms of consistency. So, yeah, I would start at the beginning because it's the, it's good. Because I always, because what it is is you fall into the trap of, like, for me, I is the one the example I always like to use is Parks and Rec. Yeah. Parks and Rec is 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 a is a brilliant show. Mm-hmm. Um for me I actually enjoy it overall more than The Office, which it often gets compared to. You know, like they, yeah. they get compared to each other a lot. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy watching episodes of Parks and Rec more than I enjoy watching The Office. I love The Office. I did mm-hmm. when it was on. But I'll I'll rewatch episodes of Parks and Rec. But whenever I tell people to watch, I say like, "You know what? Skip season 1. Go ahead and skip season it's 1." Bad. Skip it. Like, yeah. it's it's not good. They even the writers did that soft reboot in season two. So I always say, yeah. like when when Ben and and Chris show up, uh, and and uh, like when they show up, that's when you can start watching the show. You're gonna be fine. Like you're not gonna miss any backstory or anything like that. Like just go from there. And so I know that that happens a lot with other shows. Like, I, you know, you can skip the first like three or four episodes. Yeah. You're good to go. But when someone, because like I, another show s- similar would be like Lost. Like Lost has th- one of the strongest pilot episodes. Incredible. Of any show ever. It's incredible. And so, you know, you don't want to skip that. But um, I love a good pilot. Like if a pilot, they put a lot of work into it. Yeah. I, I like that. So it's uh, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson, right there. yep. There, that's, mm-hmm. And let me make sure. Mulder, Mulder is David Duchovny, right? And yep. Scully is Gillian Anderson. Okay, yeah, good. I have, so I, have a fr- I have a friend who, for some reason, she just can't get it right, and it's always Skulder and Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I love. That. Her That's husband fantastic. her husband tried to get her to watch the show and she got it wrong so many times that he was like, No, we're done. I'm not doing this with you anymore. <laughs> Speak it's funny, speaking of spouses, my wife Elise, uh, of course everyone loves her. She I whenever I, I usually tell her when I go to interview a new guest. Mm-hmm. And so that you know, we go and our do we do our response episodes and and she she goes along the journey with me. This was one where I said, Oh, what are you she's what are you talking about? I said, Oh, I'm talking about X Files. She says, Oh, that sounds fun. So, like, you already have a leg up. That's, good, that's yeah. really good. I mean, most of the time she's like on board, right? Uh, but this one for sure, she was like, "Ooh, that sounds great!" Because she's never watched it either. Yeah, she's never watched. Well, that's the show. amazing. And she, she too is is a huge like Fringe fan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lots of those type of like, she loves a good mystery. She loves a good conspiracy uh, movie and and TV show and things like that. So, so watching from episode one is a must. Yeah. Uh, are there any episodes that I should just flat out skip? Because I know that there are, are episodes that are just like, you know what, this one's absolutely pointless. Nothing happens. It's like, I, I'm going to reference Lost again. It's that one episode where they focus on that one couple yeah. that just like comes out of nowhere. Right. And everyone's like, oh, you can skip that. Like, it, it means nothing. Yeah, what are their names? Like, are they there were any so ones? bad. They were so terrible. I don't even remember. 
I don't that's remember how much either. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's hard to say. They're like I said, they're all fun. That's fine that they aren't. But like, yeah, I love that. That's good though. I, I you, I mean, if if you're solely interested in the mythology, there are you can look on the internet and just find mythology episodes. You know, just like which ones you should watch in order to get that part of it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there are ones. There's one in season one or two that's about the Jersey Devil. <laughs> okay. Right, like that that cryptid, the Jersey Devil, and it's not a good or it's not a good episode. Um, but it, it's not it's not terrible. It's not unwatchable. Um, but any any one of the Monster of the Week episodes, if you're not enjoying it, just stop. That's what that would be my advice. Oh. If, if you're not enjoying it in the first <laughs> okay. ten minutes, just skip it because it doesn't matter to the arc of things. <laughs> so keep a list of what the mythology ones are, and then it's very oh, it's very so cl- it's very clear right off the bat. Like it, it, you're not gonna have to guess once you start an episode. It's it's clear which are which mostly. <laughs> I, I, so I love it when someone uses the term monster of the week. It's not a term that gets used often. Yeah. And it's used to, and and it just is that like there's a new monster, they go and they they quote unquote fight it. However it is that's right. going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then they so like famous ones of course would be like Buffy and mm-hmm. Supernatural and and where there's a new bad guy each week and you and you and you take it on in some way also that could be said for most Star Trek episodes yep um especially especially the the original show and then TNG is famous for that as well and then yeah you do have those ones those ones that have an over a story that's going over them and and ties it all together mm-hmm. have you ever heard of the 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 tabletop RPG monster of the week have you ever heard of it I have not. I don't really play those. And I haven't. I actually haven't played. I own the book. I've never played oh, okay. it before. But it was it was done on uh, an, a, a show called uh, The Adventure Zone, which I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. And th- their second season, they played through that on their show, The Adventure oh, wow. Zone. And it it it's based on so much of the characters are based on X Files. They actually have different classes instead of having like barbarian and wizard and you know those normal RPG yeah. archetypes. They have like the professional, which is based off of uh, excuse me the agent. I think is mm-hmm, one of them. Mm-hmm. Someone's yelling at me right now <laughs> into, their, into their headphones. You're getting it wrong. Yeah, but it, it's based off of it's based off of Mulder. And oh, okay. uh, like that's your character that you're going to be playing in the game. Yeah, um, is is a Mulder like character where you're yeah. like the flaky washout FBI agent, but you you've seen some things. I'll send you a link for it. It's it's okay. actually really yeah. it's a really enjoyable read, even even if you're not going to play something like it. Right. The um. So would you recommend? Are you going to show? I, I know you have kids. Are you going to show your kids this when they are of age? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. That's definitely I love that. on the list of things. I think. Yeah, I'll probably do it too early and ruin it for everybody because that's kind of what I <laughs> tend to do. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm introducing things probably before they're, you know, before the four-year-old is 100% ready. We're reading uh, the the Chronicles of Narnia right now together. It's probably slightly out of his league, but he's doing great. <laughs> so, I, that, you know, but there, there, there have been times where it's like, okay, you were not ready for that one at all. We, I mean, you know, it's funny, man. We just finished Chronicles of Narnia with our girls too. Yeah, uh, it's so good. Our, our, our seven-year-old 
Um, it's her, it's her absolute favorite thing in the universe right now. So, uh, we've watched like the BBC hand-drawn cartoons. Ooh. She's loved those. Yeah. She's, she, we watched the, 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 the Disney Weta workshop show. Um, we just did an episode on prop store, uh, prop culture, uh, the TV show on Disney plus, and that has a lion, Witch in the wardrobe, um, episode on it. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna have to be buying some merch from them pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that was, I, I absolutely loved the Chronicles of Narnia growing up too. So that's, that's good, man. I, yeah. I, I, I love that. What's your like top three favorite episodes? Like what are your top three? If you had to like rank them right yeah. now, you know, they don't have to be any particular. I, I mean, I'll, I'll leave out mythology episodes because they're kind of all of a piece. Um, and also the mythology episodes. Well, I do love them. Uh, the mythology, I'm not sure it makes any sense. <laughs> it's kind of like Lost in a way, where it's kind of clear they're making it up as they're going along, and it's going to be a little, di- a little disappointing, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> but just, you know, it's a fun ride. Don't worry about it. Episode, season 1, Episode 1, I just think is an absolute classic. Um, I'm, Man, that's great. I, 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 yeah, I just think it's so good. And I mean, that might be partially because it's so imprinted on my brain from watching it that night, but I, I still, second time, I, I loved it. Um, there's an episode called Squeeze. This, this, is these are all gonna snake? be from the first two seasons. No, it's about this guy that has like, I don't know, like a genetic thing where he can squeeze into very small places. And also he Ooh. eats people's, he eats people's livers. Ooh. That's horrible. Oh, and and it's really scary. I mean, he just comes through the vents and stuff, and it's it's a very scary episode. That's horrible. It'll definitely make you glance at vents every once in a while and feel a little nervous. Uh. That's a good one. That is a good one. I would also say, I don't remember the name of the episode. You'll know it when you get to it. It's about this family that lives in this old broken down house and they don't have any electricity and they're all uh, slightly deformed. All the, it's all these brothers, it's these, these three or four brothers. They end up killing some people. I won't spoil anything because the ending is so shocking that they, they only showed it on TV. They only showed it on TV once and they were like, oh yeah, that's upsetting. Is this one called Home? Yes, it's Home, yes. Every so often, I mean, we've all been on Facebook and they give like the scariest episodes yeah. of certain TV shows. Mm-hmm. I have heard of this episode. It's notorious. So you're telling me your favorite ones are the ones that are really scary. I mean, those are just the ones that come to mind. Yeah. Right. Also, just for, it's it's Nikki and Paolo. Oh, yeah. Nikki the, and Paolo. The, the oh, yeah. Where did Paolo come from? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know where he came from. Who knows? They don't. They don't matter. That like, yeah. It's funny how much loss is getting referenced in this in this show. Jeez, <laughs> this uh, yeah, this I episode talk about, about lost X-Files. all day too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So home, the pilot, and squeeze. Those are those are all sound. Um, that uh, sounds sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think there's a general consensus that those are very good and very scary episodes. Like, okay, how how about the special effects and the makeup? Do they still look okay? Or is does it still kind of hold up, or is it, or is it dated? I'm fine if it's dated, it's fine. It's it gets just, uh, better yeah. as it goes on. I mean, I think they're pretty good right away, but it definitely they got more of a budget in 
you know, by season four when it was a huge you know, oh, culture phenomenon. Um, even season three is pretty good, but there's it's never terrible. Once it's really terrible. There's one specifically that's terrible, uh, but um, <laughs> it's it's mostly really good. I think Hulu is where I need to go for it. Right? Yep. That's that's where you've seen it most mm-hmm. recently. Okay. Yep. I, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about just how good the the lead characters are. We mentioned them earlier, but David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson are exceptional, like lead actors, and their chemistry is so perfect. And I, I, I know the he, the will they, won't they thing is really played out, and I don't love it in this either. But it is pretty effective, and you do want them to smooch. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is such an interesting uh, trope, um, but it does, man. It makes for some good TV. It uh-huh. does. Like, yeah. you want to pretend that it doesn't. Yeah. Like, you want to pretend that you're above that, and but then, like, it just you just want to watch it. Like, well, maybe maybe they'll fall in love. Right, or, right. <laughs> so, and when, and it is, but you're right, it is refreshing when it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, uh, it just like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. That is... Uh, two adults that are coexisting in a workplace. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. No, it's almost better. It's, it's okay. so refreshing when it doesn't happen these days where I'm just like, ah, yeah. they're just yeah, letting a man and a woman be friends and coworkers. Ah, that's right. Cr- I love that. Without any tension. Yeah. There's no, yeah, let's just, the no sexual which tension. Happens every day. Yeah. Every every single day, people are just going to work and enjoying um, their coworkers. Literally, That's just hilarious. constantly. I just got all kinds of female friends that I don't <laughs> just, have any kind of tension. Just like ninety nine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all all human interaction is that, but not on TV. We don't want to yeah. see it on our TV screens. Ah, oh, that's so funny. Um, I like your thing, man. I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch this. I'm excited uh, for you. I. I we'll see how much I get through. I'd love to be able to get through more than one episode. Because honestly, I have a lot of time on my hands lately, which is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you, if you only get through one episode, I the great thing about that episode is that it is all there. It's already all there. Uh, it came, they really oh, just that's... came out fully formed and with this incredible vision of what the show was going to be. It is all there. The chemistry is there right from the start uh, between uh, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just... It's great. It's a great episode. See, that takes so much pressure off of me. I, yeah. I you don't have no idea how much I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah, just watch the pilot. You'll get the entire show in a nutshell. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like that's great. Which means I'll probably watch like a thousand episodes. Right. Because like, since there's no pressure to watch, that's great, mm-hmm. man. Oh, I love that. That's really good. Well, thank you for doing that for me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, now this episode may be coming to an end, but the work is just beginning. Uh, Reed has given us the TV guide for a, uh, honestly sounds kind of scary, but also, you know, fun uh, way to watch the show, The X-Files. Now I'll be spending this week taking as much of Reed's advice as I can fit in, and I'll report back to you in the, uh, the second response episode. Now in the meantime, I hope you'll try his advice too, or if you can add more to the conversation with your own expertise, you can contact me. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at like two like things. That's the number two, like two like things. And yeah, add if you're a big fan, tell me your favorite episodes or like how you guys had uh, first started watching it. Uh, you can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130. Or you can email us at I like to like things podcast at gmail.com. 
Now remember, if you send in a message or uh, you, uh, you, you do a particularly good comment, I'll read them on the response episodes. Uh, of course, if they're positive, we don't like toxic fandom here. I don't want any negativity. Reed is here spreading the good word of the X-Files. So he's, he's trying to make a convert. Let him do his best. Uh, you can also support us via patreon.com slash I like to like things where you can join people like Gerald, Galindo, Morgan, Dave, Jay, Paul, Paris, Zach, and Tony. Now, Reed, where can people find you on social media? Uh, um, on Twitter at ExuberantPod and on Instagram at Irrationally Exuberant Podcast. It's tough when you're finding like the handles because you can get the ones you want on one platform, yeah. but not on the other. Right. Isn't that hard? It's people don't understand that that's hard to do when you're trying to cross, go on cross platform. Yeah, it's a little difficult. <sighs> um, but you know, either either one, either one, you're you, you you're gonna have a great can. time with either one. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe oh. you won't. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, Reed, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Like taking time out of your day. I, I thanks thanks a bunch. I, I'm looking forward to this. I really am. Yeah, it, Thank it you. was absolutely my pleasure, and I'm excited for you. Thanks. I'm excited for me. This is great. <laughs> uh, so I will, <laughs> I will see you all next week when the mission is accomplished. And remember, we can make the world a little brighter, a little friendlier, and a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things. 